Okay, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. To reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. Here's the thing. Information is power. Information is money. Literally, the currency of today's world of of entrepreneurship is information. And if you could bring all of the, the information about your business into one dashboard, this is incredibly valuable. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of the truth about your business. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all of your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. This is so valuable. You just hit a button and you can see all the information about your business instead of having to like call five different departments and get all these emails and put it all together and make sense of it. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math, see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash james. netsuite.com slash james netsuite.com slash james this isn't your average business podcast and he's not your average host this is i will make you a millionaire another episode helping someone reach their goal of making millions This here is the second meeting with Paulo. He has several different approaches that I think are possible for him making a million dollars. And we're gonna go over it and talk over business models and pricing and execution and the different nuances involved. And so one idea is, can he make something that will generate Instagram followers for people without it being detected as a bot by Instagram? So we get heavy into bot detection techniques. We also talk about AI and if there's some ideas there, Here's the podcast with Paulo. Keep the line, um, the text creator. Oh, yeah. Did you check that? Yeah, yeah. That was really good. It seems like there's something there where, I mean, I got so excited by that. And yet I don't know how to do it. Even with the links you sent me, it's not like I could, it's easy to figure out. There's some, there's, there's something there right now. Tell me what you what's been going on this week. Like, what what have you been working on? Actually, so I I got that uh, model running. If you want to give me some sort of uh, you know kind of input sentence, I can get it to complete it and just send it send to you what it gives me. Just with skip the line, uh, the the skip the line book. Yeah, yeah. So what I did basically, I trained this model on skip the line, and also let me tell you because I sent it that to you a few days ago. It didn't work on it. I, I just tried some rough testing, but, uh, but it was actually interesting to see how well it could pick up like the style. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Was, because I, I do feel it was fairly similar to the way you write. Yeah. 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 yeah it was amazing. So, 
I still like to do a podcast with myself by feeding in maybe like a couple of my books and then interviewing myself. We'll do some text to speech thing. That would be huge. I wonder even with skip the line, it might be enough. Like what other text is in there that it knows that it has already trained itself on? So um, my understanding is that it's trained on a very, very large set of, uh, uh, let's say, English text. Mm-hmm. And that makes it such that uh, it, let's say, it knows English well. So it's not like the model needs to learn English. It's very well, uh, it knows English very well. But then the kind of way I train the model is that I take the pre-trained model and you fine tune it, right? right. To, to just uh, become more attuned to like the writing style in this case. Right, right. There's other ways to, to, to train these models, like you could specify it on, you know, uh, uh, now the way I'm training it is to do text completion. So you give it a prompt and it fills it out. Right. Other ways could be teach it to answer specific questions that it's learned from the uh, like corpus of uh, text. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like I could probably use it right now to do a podcast. Jay, Jay is there a uh, text-to-speech thing that we could do? Like some kind of com- weird computer speech? Okay, you know, actually what I, what I have been doing a little bit uh, uh, last couple of days, I couldn't finish it because uh, uh, it was a bit too um, like um, computationally intensive. But I did try to see if I could take a, a model and train it to speak like you. Uh-huh. Oh, so I think that should be feasible. Basically trained on the one of your audiobooks yeah. because you're, you're, you know, you're the one reading them, right? So from then and all the transcript, it's something that should be feasible. So I, I kind of, I, I see that a combination of, let's say, this model that does the uh, text generation in your style plus something that does the talking in your style. It, it was so... You know, the, the way I've done it now is that I've, I've worked only so much on it, but it seems to be something that would be fairly possible to do. That's uh, funny. Um, well, well, yeah, that was a very, very interesting experiment to see. Um, and then, what, so what's been going on this week? How have you been doing? What, what have you been thinking about? So, yeah, so I kind of took your advice and did a bunch of, uh, let's say, general thinking about uh, possible, uh, let's say, expansions or things related. And then also a lot of... Uh, some of the work that I did was more like specific on what I've done so far. One of the things I tried to do was uh, looking into the expansion for different platforms of this whole automation, of the whole automation part. That came out to be, from my research, a bit uh, challenging. Looks like it's uh, um, most systems are quite against automation, apart from Twitter. Twitter seems to be the one that has a uh, uh, like uh, clear APIs where you can uh, just basically make a bot account that can interact in any way, but that's uh, fully, let's say, uh, Instagram approved. That's yeah. oh. no part of part of Twitter approved. Right. So Instagram is not okay, but but this is why you were doing the bot um, recognition. I mean, the bots yes. fooling the the things that were trying to recognize bots. Yes. So I, I did some more testing about uh, that this week as well. And uh, so I'm lowering the, for example, the frequency of um, like commenting. And that worked a little bit. It seemed like to be working fine. But then all of a sudden from one day to the other, I started getting blocked much more often. Wow. Which I feel must be something that uh, has happened on the kind of uh, um, Instagram algorithm. 
because things have been going great for like months now. And from one day to the other, using pretty much the same parameters or even more like favorable parameters that will be uh, less easy to identify, things got, I got blocked a few times. So I, I kind of feel it's uh, like I was a bit of the, uh, at the mercy of the algorithm right. the, the, this week. Yeah, I wonder, what do you think it, um, hmm, I wonder, I mean, are you using different IP addresses and stuff? Like, does it recognize your IP address? So what I've noticed, yeah, there's something that has to do with that. Yes, definitely IP addresses. So uh, I, I tried doing it directly from my um, my computer, but also I tried using uh, um, the connection from my phone. Mm -hmm. That seems to work a little bit better. Uh, so I wonder, I wonder if it recognized your computer's IP address as being potentially a bot. Yes, I think that's definitely the case. However, I've done a bunch of testing, you know, just logging in and logging off and logging back on again, logging off of all the devices that you're currently um, logged in with. It does seem to work and to like prevent additional blocking, but it, it doesn't seem to be consistent. If it doesn't work as a bot and people can't really use it, there's a risk. We were thinking kind of the manual stuff. Of, yep. We know it works manually, right? Because you've done it manually and you've gotten, you know, whatever, 80,000. How many followers have you gotten doing it manually? Uh, well, I mean, a lot of it I've done through my code, right? And yeah. through the, the system working uh, completely automatically. The thing is that, it's it's manual in the sense that it needs my support constantly, right? Or every few days I would need to check, right? Right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I got like I don't know eleven uh, k or something like that. Why do you think that account wasn't shut down? Well, that's the thing, right? Uh, the account is not shut down, but it right. it gets blocked for you know it depends on how much you do it. It could be for at times it's one day, at times it's one hour. At the times where I was doing the most experimental stuff, I could get blocked for like one or two weeks. I see. So it wouldn't get shut down; it would just get blocked. No, yeah, I never gotten shut down. I I don't even know what that would take. And what was the best strategy to avoid blocking? Do you think? Like, what was the longest period of time where it wasn't blocked? What were, we, what were you doing? You know, uh, a combination of going uh, slow, going slow, basically. Uh, not overfeeding it uh, and overriding comments. When uh, there, there was a period of maybe a couple of months where I could run it for maybe uh, eight hours a day. It would run four hours in the morning, four hours in the evening, and it would be fine. But... But for example, right now it's running it ran with the same parameters and got blocked. So th this tells me that there's uh, something on the Instagram side where they're actually looking at, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're changing the ways of uh, um, finding out if there's a bot, for example. Also, also, I think, I mean, if you were blocked once, you're probably likely to get blocked again. Like probably you're on a list. There's probably a high, an extra algorithm for the accounts that have been blocked already. Yeah, that could be, yeah, that could, you know, raise some flag. But you know that if you were doing it as a human, like no computer other than being notified and yep. maybe having some prompts delivered mm -hmm. to you, but then you 
modify them and put it, you know, that won't get blocked at all. Yes, yes. I, I think uh, unless uh, um, excessive amount of manual actions are done, because I still know so uh, of, uh, for example, people that have done everything manually and yet get blocked. However, that there will be extreme amounts of interactions because uh, in the same way, uh, Instagram doesn't want even people to do too much stuff in a, in a short time, right? If I were in, uh, uh, you know, uh, in a period of one hour to, let's say, like and comment a thousand pictures, that would not be considered uh, as an appropriate behavior. Right. And the people that have been locked out, my guess is, uh, uh, you know, they, they were probably just cutting and pasting. Well, I, th that's, uh, that's likely, that's likely, but also I feel it's simply- Because how could you do a thousand in an hour? Yes, that's true. That, that would take, uh, or, or just, uh, uh, you know, one emoji. Yeah. Um, let's just think about this for a second. So forget the software part. If you were to say as a service, you were yep. an agency and you said, look, I could get you up to a hundred thousand followers from zero. What would you do? I mean, you would basically, uh, get a bunch of people like a, like a, a farm in India to yep. do what the software does. Yes. I wonder if we can experiment doing that, like using Fiverr or, or somewhere to find like a bunch of people in the Philippines or India yep. to just, and take a, a sample account and even have them post photos, find the best photos of food, have them mm -hmm. post it, have them do, yep. you know, for, and we could just test that and see if as a service it works. Because people would be willing to pay a couple thousand dollars to have a, an account go from zero to a hundred thousand followers, because it's it's worth it to pay two thousand dollars to do that. I would pay two thousand dollars to do that. I mean, not yeah. necessarily in this way. I don't. I I like to do it. I like to make the comments, and mm -hmm. and you know, then I know for sure that I'm really responding directly to the thing. But a lot of people who have just random food Instagram uh, accounts and and so on would probably be willing to pay. Yeah, I think that could be done. Even actually probably starting, because one of the things you were mentioning was kind of the, the curation part, right? And I did look into that uh, uh, a little bit. Uh, so a combination of having uh, some sort of a repost account that curates the, the content. So it could be a combination of that plus uh, the, uh, you know, very consistent, uh, let's say, um, commenting to make sure there's enough interactions. Yeah. Um, in general, how is your coding? Like what languages uh, do you know? And what, what, what's, what would you say is the most complicated project you've coded? Oh, well, mainly what I do is, uh, Python at the moment. Okay. Uh, Python. And so making databases is pretty easy. Using APIs are pretty easy. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Some basic data crunching statistics stuff is easy. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so, and your interest is ultimately having an app that does the exact same thing in this way it's kind of making money while you sleep you don't have to do it yourself yes 100 right in curious, the sense that i'm just curious if um i'm just curious if it if what people would actually pay for this uh and that's why i'm curious to do it manually and, and even in your initial letter you know you, mm. you said it was feasible to potentially do it manually and I wonder, you think you could train someone in Bangladesh to, you know, or a farm in Bangladesh to do this? Yes, in general, it does not seem to be anything too, too crazy. 
And then I, I wonder it, what uh, if they're all logged into your account, would that be or or a account? Would that be noticeable by Instagram, or can yes. they all spoof being? Oh, that would be noticeable. I think you'd make sh- you need to make sure that a a single person is uh, logged into a finite number of accounts and or either making sure they're different uh, using different connections or or you just hire one person per one client per one account yes which in the yeah yeah yes because that might be you know still they will do more than you or the client would have been able to do by yourself because this was their job they're doing it all day yes I wonder if we can try that using Fiverr. Like you basically just give the person, you know, you tell them food and you give them like a hundred comments, but tell them to rewrite each time. Uh, we try it on a sample account that has like 10 followers and, and they could even pick every, they should actually post photos three times a day. Like take yep. the best photos from anywhere on Instagram. So it could be like a curated account. Like you know, best food photos ever, whatever it can mm-hmm. be called, whatever. I think that's worth trying just to see a, what the results are. So this way yep. you could document the results. Like we made these, this many comments on these many accounts and we went from mm-hmm. 10 followers to hundred thousand followers in three weeks, six weeks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so once we document it, then you can go to anybody and sell this as a service. And, yeah. and then once you know it's viable as a service, then you could say to yourself, okay, working on an app or some kind of software to automate this might be worth it. Like it may mm-hmm. be the case that, you know, slowing it down and combining GPT three so that, um, uh, or GPT two, so that uh, the comments are, are unique each time. Uh, you know, that may, and, and maybe again, I know, I don't know if Instagram is looking at cut and paste or if you, if, maybe they might notice when that, when something's cut and pasted a lot, as opposed to typed mm-hmm. out. I don't know. On the mo- on the mobile app, they probably know that. But maybe not. I don't know. They probably they probably want something, they probably don't see anything until submit is hit. Yeah, that's what I would think. Yeah. Um, so it might be just a matter of varying the comments and doing it at human times. That's the other thing we could track with the Bangladesh guy is basically uh, you know, I don't know if you could do this through software or he just tells you, but, uh, you know, you know, how many comments and accounts per minute or hour has he been able to do? Uh, and and if he's not blocked, then we know that software could, could do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Although, uh, there's always a problem that, uh, I'm not sure there will be a direct, uh, translation of human software, right? Because the, the sure fact that it's done by a human is different when it's done by software. Yeah. Well, uh, That's kind it, of the, the, the whole idea why I realize that, um, you know, at times I get caught is because it's not done by a human, right? So I do think that a human doing it at a reasonable pace, so at a human pace, then uh, th- that would not cause any major problems. But once the automation gets into it, one hundred percent. Then, what I've seen is that it can be done for some amount of time until it can, right? And that is uh, it's something that needs to be tuned. Yeah, and um, but I but again, I wonder if uh, 
I wonder if, again, we use the example from human. I, I see what you're saying, but maybe there's a way to just, if we see, if we see their exact heuristics of what they're, of how they're doing it and they don't get blocked mm -hmm. and you do program it. I wonder if you'll just get blocked less frequently or, um, you know, and again, we, we haven't tried, like, I love that, um, Shantaram, mm -hmm. uh, captions that you have on yep. your Instagram account. I wonder if you can use that to generate comments. Cause I don't think that would be, those are so detailed and interesting. I doubt those would get blocked. Oh yeah. No. Also, I think that they're, uh, they're a bit different because I kind of wanted them to be like, can kind of caption like almost short stories. Right. Then it would be more amazing for doing but, that. But imagine though. a comment is a short story about food. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you post on a picture of a pizza, you know, when I was in India, I had a pizza at the ashram and, mm -hmm. you know, because it was you know, blah, blah, blah. I wonder if that's interesting. I wonder, um, in this way, you'd get more insightful comments and the comments might get more engagement. You actually might get more followers more quickly. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely an option. That's something I've not uh, looked into it. What I, what I, oh, what I actually did uh, do is train one of these models to write food reviews. Ah, that's interesting. And so so actually, actually, a few of my, I have a few of my, maybe just one. Well, okay. Well, at some point, what I did was this. I took uh, maybe a few thousand um, uh, food reviews, but food reviews as from Instagram posts, right? So someone goes to a restaurant, they eat food, then write the review, right? I taught the model on a few to learn from a few thousand of those. And then I would write, oh, um, um, this evening I tried this, uh, I don't know, ravioli is from this Italian restaurant. And would just fill out the whole, uh, uh, the whole review. Yeah, I wonder, like, if someone has a picture of ravioli, I wonder yep. if you can make that a, a comment. It, it, I think it could, yeah. Because yeah. what I'm thinking is, like, what's a sample comment that the computer generates? Well, uh, the, the comments would be something in the style of what I taught it. So it would be maybe a one or two sentences, which is some kind of random appreciation for it for the food. I, I can actually look. So I, so I have the, the, the working app on my, on my phone. So I can just look at what it would tell me. So these are, okay. So I looked up fried chicken. It would be something like uh, that fried chicken looks uh, gorgeous. This, I don't even know where it comes from, but it says that's a lot of fried chicken to eat in my dreams. Oh my God. That's, it. Uh, but the, the, that's the, not the bad, thing actually. Is, it, you know, no, that's the thing, right? Because I feel these are the kind of comments that someone would write and, you know, they're not super long. They're not super short, right? Something original that could totally come off as, uh, uh, you know, um, made by a person. Yeah, that's not so bad. I think the next, if, if you were pursuing this, what I would do is hire someone in Bangladesh or India or the Philippines. Yeah to do this manually. So this way we at least see if humans never get blocked, then we could, we could track, maybe we even try it with two or three countries and two or three accounts. And this way you could build up a statistical argument that yes, this technique works. And I went from zero to hundred K followers in an average of, you know, four weeks, six weeks, whatever. And so then, you know, and then you could 
start to see, okay, well, what would people be willing to pay for this service? And then all you have to do is just set them up. You're the middleman between the client and Bangladesh. Yep. And so, so at the very least, we know that the idea is a business. And then from there, mm -hmm. we can go from service to software as a service. And yep. I think that's like the best approach here. Mm. Okay. I, I don't know if you'd be into that. I mean, you mentioned hiring someone in, in Bangladesh as, as, you know, uh, as an alternative, but I think, I think this gives you more nuances into how the app could work. And, uh, we might, we might learn some things and, and then we also learn if it's a viable business. Yes. So I think uh, th this makes sense. Definitely something I, I, I was thinking about, right? Basically trying to, uh, deferring all the work to someone in Bangladesh, do it and, and, and like, see what, what the effect of it is. Yeah, um, because we don't really mm -hmm. know full if we do full force manual, everything manual, we don't yep. really know what the results are yet. And we only know what the results are with the semi-automated and it yep. still gets blocked occasionally. But yes, that is true. Uh, although I think part of the work that I've uh, uh, mostly been doing to build this app so, so far, so the, the actual working up that I that I have. I'm not talking about the, the bot. Okay. Right. That I know for sure that it works, it doesn't get blocked, and it also does uh, like provide a reasonable service. Uh, and, and the app the app is the one where instead of automatically cutting and pasting, it just provides the it provides the comments and you pick one and you could rewrite a little bit and so it, on. Yes. And I'm uh, so for that I I do feel it's uh, it, it works very well so in well, the okay. sense that when me when I personally uh, am not using the my bot okay that is on my laptop but I just want to use uh, Instagram my phone and write comments it's uh, you know I, I wouldn't I wouldn't write the comments by hand anymore I would definitely use the app like I, I can definitely see how it makes it, things way way easier and, and you're saying I remember last time you said it, it take it's fifteen percent of the time as yes. So okay, okay, this is great. I and not not only that. I only uh, I just came up with with a way to make it even faster. Oh yeah, because how, how would you do that? Since I have already very good uh, comments, okay, and I know that the comments are mostly good, I I built in the option for someone not to pick the comment, but to have the app pick a random comment. Okay, ah. and I have to say this not only makes it much faster because you would have to say, you know, uh, you know, pizza. And uh, instead of choosing between all the comments, you get one um, at random, but also it makes it fun to see what comment comes up. Yeah. And, and if you post the same comment on multiple accounts, like how many, I wonder if you could generate, if, if there's a way to generate thousands of comments. That's uh, so I think thousands of comments for each category. Oh, I mean, uh, technically it, it's possible. I feel it could be almost uh, uh, in sense uh, overwhelming for the user. Well, what I'm saying is at least in the database for each category, yep. there's thousands of comments and that could be GPT generated. And then it, and then it picks one randomly out of that. Cause yes. I think what you want to avoid is just posting the same comment three times in one hour. Yes. But I feel that wouldn't happen. That would not happen because 
uh, if I think of the, from the point of view of the user, so let's say me as a user when I've uh, been using it, okay, let's say you, uh, the way you'd use this app is that, oh, uh, I'm in some sort of a wannabe influencer, right? I want people to interact with me. So what I do is I interact with them, right? Expecting reciprocity. Yeah. This is something that it's a bit boring, yeah. though, because, you know, you can only write so many comments. So the way you'd use the app is that you'd be on your sofa watching Netflix, okay? And while you're doing it, you're scrolling Instagram, and this app lets you do maybe three or four taps per each uh, uh, photo and immediately write a comment. So it'd be something that you're doing without thinking and you're doing all, all, all this kind of boring work, which is the commenting and the interaction that you're doing just to get something back. I love it. So, and, and with the app, for some reason, it has not gotten blocked. It, this doesn't get blocked. It's because, because in the end it's done by a person. I wonder what, I wonder how Instagram tells like how, what is the randomizing factor that Instagram says, okay, moving on? You know, I'm not sure. I, I think simply because uh, a person would do things in such a, in a more um, like person-like way in the sense that, like I said, if I were doing it while I'm watching Netflix, you know, you do it in a row for five minutes and then stop doing it for six hours, right? And then, oh, um, you watch another uh, TV show and this is 40 minutes instead of 20 minutes. So you do it for 10 minutes, let's say. So I think there could be some sort of, let's say, clustering of comments that are together. Then it could be, especially if you're using Instagram, you'd probably look at different things. Right? Maybe you'd switch from one app to the other. And then, whereas the the code would only be, uh, always be on Instagram. I could see things that I could pick up. And that's why I kind of thought the, the, the current iPhone app that I have kind of mediates between the two things because it, it's not um, affected by uh, Instagram wanting to, uh, to, to stop bots because it's not a bot, but it has the advantage that it makes the commenting and the interaction part extremely quick. And yeah. I... I because I've also talked with a bunch of people that actually, so uh, people in the same niche, right, that do f food Instagram. People with uh, maybe even one, two thousand to uh, maybe the tens of thousands of followers would spend three or four hours a day on it. Yeah. And so this way, if they spend 20 minutes or 10 minutes a day for the same results, Exactly. Or that is that. Three hours, but they have like a hundred times the results, 10 times the results. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly why I, the whole idea of coming up with this, like it came to me because for one or two days, I, I spent one hour writing comments. And to me, it was, I could not put up with this. You know, how can you, it, it's, it's something so menial, right? And I, I, I didn't want to do it. So I said, how can I make it quick? And, and, and this app seemed to be the, 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 kind of uh, the option that would make things the easiest, both from the user point of view, so that you can do things extremely quick, but also it, it's basically impossible to get caught. Or if you got blocked using the app, it would be exactly the same as someone writing comments by hand, getting caught, getting yeah. blocked, which, which can happen, right? But it only happens with extreme use, right? If someone writes... Uh, 
a thousand comments one after the other, or you like yeah. a thousand, hundreds of pictures, then you get blocked. But but that will be not caused by the automation. It will be caused by the uh, excessive use. And and when you were doing full automation, how many comments were you making an hour? I would probably do because of course the idea is that you need to be slow, right? I can I cannot in I could do maybe let me think. When my model was well tuned with uh, let's say the Instagram algorithm and I wasn't getting blocked, I could do around uh, maybe four hundred likes and three hundred comments in a day. And that wouldn't get blocked. That wouldn't get blocked. However, after a few months, it got blocked without changing any parameters. So I wonder if, A, you go, I mean, 300 comments, I mean, even 30 comments in an hour is a lot, right? Like if you were doing it manually, you would maybe do five comments in an hour. Uh, well, yeah, it would depend on or the- Or 10 the, comments. <laughs> on the quality of the comments, but yes. I think the full automation is still worth pursuing actually, mm -hmm. because 300 comments, that seems ridiculous. That's like five comments a minute. Uh, and you're doing all the likes. That's totally a bot. Like, I don't yeah, know any human yeah. that could type that fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, definitely. Yes. Especially your, or, or nobody that would spend the whole day doing it. Oh, no, uh, wait. But I, what I said is that they would do 400 comments in one day. Oh, oh, in one day. In one day, yes. Otherwise, that, that would be clear because it's impossible, right? Yeah, you yeah. can write that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I well, mean, well, from a performance point of view, it's not a problem. You can tell it to do however many you want, right? But, uh, but yeah, to not get caught, it would be 400 done in uh, maybe eight hours. So, 50 per hour. Yeah, 50 per hour likes. That's still a lot. Okay, yeah. So, so here's, here's some changes I think that are easy to make. So let's just say at most uh, 100 comments a day, which is still more than the average human would do, right? Yep. Like you would never do manually 100 comments in a day. That would be so boring. And yep, then you yep. do that and you're doing that every day, but it might be below the radar. And then um, I would have it randomly, you know, spread it out at random timeframes. So you know that in an eight hour period, you're going to do a hundred comments. It just uses a random number generator to pick, you know, somewhere between zero and 60 seconds, somewhere yep. between 60 and 120 seconds, mm -hmm. or, or sorry, maybe somewhere between 60 and 300 seconds. So one to five minutes, it, it, it randomly mm -hmm. does it. Cause you probably have, don't have a randomizer in there right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's already doing it, uh, random weights. But, but, um, how long are the weights? It's, it's actually, even that is random. Uh, so does it ever wait five minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll wait five minutes. Oh, okay. What, what's the fastest though? I think it would be probably maybe 30 seconds. Okay. So I would just maybe just up that a little bit. Because it's, it's, it's uh, like, I don't think the, the and also the, the gestures it makes are quite like human-like. You wouldn't, you know, uh, you know, pick up a bunch of links and then just go to the link as if a computer would. It's all about, oh, go to this page, click on, uh, where would a person click, right? Where would, um, which steps would you do one at a time? Yeah, so, so that, so, so yeah, so if the, if the lowest you've tried is 400 comments 
in a, in a day or 300 comments in a day. And it, it took several months before you got blocked. How long did you get blocked for that time? Uh, it depends, maybe not too long, maybe a few days, but yeah. the, the, what I actually noticed was that, um, especially what happened like very recently is that even lowering the times, then the blocks would be so much more, uh, kind of random and frequent. Oh, lowering the times made the blocks more frequent. Uh, well, after I got blocked. Because I kind of feel that recently some the way they were detecting a bot changed, right? So because of that, even decreasing the parameter, it would still make it so that uh, um, it would be I, it would be likely more likely to get caught, to be detected as a bot, and so. Um, I, I think my my guess is is that once a bot, always a bot is their is their philosophy. So if an account yeah. uses a bot, it's probably put on a list. I mean, there's yes. a billion accounts, so. If they check everything all the time, they they probably you know they probably focus on the ones that are most likely to to be a bot. So so yep. it's almost like start off with a new account and with a different IP address. So yep. like use a VPN or something like that, or get a different IP address somehow. Uh, you don't have to use Bangladesh yet. I I think actually back back to the app. I think mm -hmm. let's make let's make the app work. This this app is going to work. Like how many uh, when you were doing three hundred comments a day, how long did it take for the account to get blocked? Like you said, several months. How many months specifically? Uh, I think maybe two or three months. Yeah, I think a hundred comment. And how long did it take you to get to eleven thousand followers? Was this the account that got eleven thousand followers? Uh, yes. How how long did that take? A few months, maybe three or four months. Right. So is that? And then uh, there, of course, there's there's a bit um, more than that, right? Because of course. Uh, it's going to matter uh, how much you post, the quality of the post, but let's say the interaction part, that was 100% taken care of to the extent that, uh, uh, yeah, even in action uh, by me and every, and let's say not posting would still lead to um, uh, like uh, followers growth uh, just by the code line. I have to say, Airbnb has changed my life. I just love staying in Airbnbs. Like in about a month, I'm going to Cocoa Beach, which is right next to Cape Canaveral. I'm going to watch some rocket launches. I'm going to, of course, be staying in a very nice Airbnb on the beach. And it's just such a great experience. Like the whole world is available to us now because of Airbnb. But whenever I'm at an Airbnb, I always realize, you know, I the home that I left to come to this Airbnb, I could be making money on that right now by hosting and and being an Airbnb myself. So, and I've known people, I had a friend who basically, you know, made a living from turning his home into an Airbnb. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you do have an Airbnb there. And it's an e it can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The famous Abraham Lincoln quote says, good things come to those who wait. I wonder, did he really say that? Jay, did he really say that? Can you look that up? Regardless of who said it, that's only part of the quote. 
The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Well, if you're a business owner and want the best people on your team, the same applies. And listen, I've interviewed 1,500 people now and a lot of entrepreneurs. I can safely say the one thing consistent among all entrepreneurs and CEOs, the, the successful ones, is that it's all about the people you surround yourself. You, if you hire well, you're going to have a great business. And you know, thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring. So you find qualified candidates fast. This is so important, and I, I want you to try it. You could try it as a potential employer or employee. You could try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, if you're hiring, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I will tell you that I signed up on ZipRecruiter as a potential employee. You know, I just wanted to see how it works. And right away, it started matching me with really amazing potential employers. So give it a try at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. Let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash James to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Can the app be set up also to post so that you have a, a you know, again, like we talked last time, it, it, mm. it finds, you know, all the best pictures and, uh, it, it, it posts them. So by finding a best picture, maybe it finds pictures with lots of likes or whatever, and then it just reposts them and it gives a- attribution like, and it's kind of like a curated, like food photo of the day. So I've not been able to do the posting yet. No, there are apps that, that sh- allow sharing. On Instagram, it's a little complicated, I feel. Like it's a couple steps and maybe that's why it's complicated. It's not in mm-hmm. the API, right? So you have to, I don't know what these apps do, um, but maybe the those apps have an API, I, I don't know. Because mm. if you could just automate the whole thing and then a guy comes yes. back two months later and he's got 100,000 followers, that might be, that would be valuable. Like Yes, I mean, that's, that's something that I thought about, right? Because, of course, that would be kind of the missing link to have an, an account that would do everything, the, the, the posting. But uh, that I, I think I, I was looking into it and I did find a method that worked up to like a year ago. Mm-hmm. But then something got changed and it wouldn't work anymore. Yeah. Um, so, so there's something called Loomly.com, which allows you to schedule posts. But then... Um, but my understanding is that those apps, because I've looked into those as well, they let you schedule, but they don't do the actual posting. I feel they give you, ah. uh, well, at least the ones I found, they give you a reminder to post. And then you, you know, you go to the app, you click, and it's going to open the app in the in Instagram and let you post. But it yeah. wouldn't be the ones I found 100% automated. So really what we're talking about is we, we want to reshare posts. And so there's something called repost. Uh, I wonder if it has a... Yeah, so uploading via the API is not possible. Yeah, that's what I, I when I was looking into it, it didn't seem like possible like that. I did find some trick that worked for for some time, but then they like I think they patched it or they made it because I think in some uh, even the the web version as opposed to the app version has uh, like limited um, uh, capabilities. Uh, hmm. 
Let me ask you, uh, I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit, but you also mentioned um, this might be interesting for Tinder as well. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that's uh, one of the kind of uh, next steps. And this would be specifically for the actual app that I've done, the commenting app. Like when I say app, I mean the phone app uh, to write comment. You know why? And I already have a kind of prototype version of that. Okay? Yeah. It's not for the app, but it's for the Chrome extension. I think I showed you the Chrome extension as well. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there's so much potential here. And it's like, okay, let's say on Instagram, we can't figure it out right now, except for maybe we could try, maybe you could try just as an experiment, a new account, uh, new IP address, and at most 100 comments a day, and just randomizing yep. as much as possible. Mm. Uh, uh, and just try it just to see. Maybe you yep. get the same number of followers because maybe you don't need 300 comments a day. Maybe 100 is enough if you mm. if you select uh, really the best accounts or whatever. And um, oh, just one last thing on the Instagram one. Last time we looked into um, potentially finding accounts that are trending upwards, but that might be hard to do. I don't know. Yeah, so I thought a little bit about it uh, as well. That I think what's possible to do is like, uh, you know, uh, set up um, some code that would do kind of daily scraping of uh, uh, different hashtags, mm -hmm. like very specific, right? Yeah. It could be, it's like, now, of course, everything I'm thinking is food related just because I've yeah. been looking at those things. And just from that, look at, uh, basically see if you can get, uh, you know, uh, let's say some ratio of likes uh, of a post of, to the uh, number of followers, right? So you'd see that, if uh, if this ratio is higher than nor than the norm, they would uh, be saying this person usually doesn't get a lot of likes, got so many more. It must be some sort of up and coming Instagrammer. So maybe it could be some someone who, who's on the rise. Okay, yeah. So I mean, but maybe though to really test this out. So you've never tested out at most a hundred comments a day. I think I've done that before. I would say I'd say it would still be worthwhile having uh, like test and see if it gets blocked. Yeah, yes. and don't do 30 seconds. Do at least like yeah. a minute or two or a random time yeah. between yeah. one and five minutes. Yeah. And um, what's another thing that you haven't randomized that we could randomize? Um, well, definitely a comment should never be repeated twice in one week. Yep. Like maybe something like that. Or maybe a comment should never be repeated. I don't know. Ooh. Is that possible? Mm -hmm. uh, I suppose, yeah. Um, I mean... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it could be possible. I guess I, that's why I'm saying if the text generator could generate new comments mm. all the time, how, but, but okay, if you're just doing it with one account and if you don't, at least you don't repeat once every two days, maybe that's good enough. Cause how many, how many hashtags do you, are you set up for? Uh, I look for around maybe 300 different foods. Okay. So yeah. So, and if you have 30 comments for each hashtag, yeah probably in a day or two, you're not going to repeat and you have maybe some code that it doesn't repeat. Um, oh yeah. yeah, That's that something I, I, I thought about because even if you, uh, the, the amount of comments I would have would be in the tens of thousands. Yeah. But with fewer comments a day though, and you know, and uh, it might not, it might not, um, it might not, it's probably easier to write some code so it doesn't repeat comments. Yep. That could, that could be done. Yeah. And if it runs out of comments for pizza, then it waits like three days before it looks for pictures with the pizza hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then um, I'm curious of if this could be automated for Tinder. So like a guy, 
doesn't really want to, he, a guy could do it manually on his own. Right. But maybe he just wants to swipe on everybody, put comments. And then at the end of the day, see who commented back. And then he decides. Yes. So, so, so that like, could be, I think uh, that could be done and it would be e even e easier. And, and, you know, like you could take their profile as the, you know, I don't know. I don't know how Tinder works. Does someone make a comment? That's like a starting point. Like there's the woman. You'd have to be matching first. And after that, you can make a comment. You can start conversation. Right. And you could see her profile and her comments. Uh, yes. So then you could use the Shantaram, maybe combined with a book like the five love languages or something like that, mm -hmm. like uh, to train it on like a book that's deep and then a book that's about relationships and yeah. just automatically generate. And, and then of course, and then, and then you're responding to her first mm -hmm. comment. Uh, yeah. uh, I wonder if that's worth trying. Yeah, I, I could try and see what like to train the model on some book yeah, and see like, what comes out. Cause like, uh, you know, that app, like super Tinder, that app probably would be huge. Oh yeah. Something like that. Uh, definitely. I wonder if, uh, I mean, it's likely that there would be some limiting behavior there as well, but in general, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can tell you what I've done already. Uh -huh. This was kind of a, a proof of, um, work for the uh, for the idea was this um oh yeah you, you saw this um there that chrome extension right yeah so the chrome extension is the same of what how the app on the phone i have works right gives recommendations in the case was for um food but basically i i found a bunch of websites with uh, uh, pickup lines okay and scraped everything Okay, so yeah. that you could say whatever word basically, and it'll give you a pickup line for that related to that. Like you see, oh, this girl is an architect, so you just type architect, and it gives you ten pickup lines addressed to architects. I see. So, th so, so that would make the let's say the first line, uh, uh, the first let's say pickup line, like a, a solved problem. So let me see if I search pickup lines for architects. I'm just curious. Uh, 50 plus architect pickup lines. Um, can you help me subdivide my property? <laughs> Do you live 500 feet away from an elementary school? Because I like to establish some adult uses at your place. Oh my. Yeah. I, but you know, you know what though? I like the, the Shantaram addition to this somehow because it's so different, but, um, okay. So you use this and have you tested it out uh, even as the semi-manual? Yeah, I've tested it, but I mean, uh, not to say the uh, how well it would work, uh, like on the actual app. I think like set up a fake Tinder account mm -hmm. and run this and just see at the end of the day, how many people give a response to your comments that it's favorable. Yeah. Because then that's all guys care about. Then they could really swipe and say, okay, I like this girl. I don't like this girl. I like this girl and so on. I mean, it's interesting that it's like, you can use this type of thing for Instagram, posting reviews, uh, Tinder comments, uh, Facebook comments. So like, um, something that takes, like, I hate like saying, you know, happy birthday to everyone who's got a birthday, just take yep. care of all the basic Facebook needs, you know, yep. that someone has, 
um, like, you know, oh, marriage, baby. Oh, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. baby or, you know, whatever. And, yeah. um, uh, but, okay, in, in, Instagram and Tinder are good, like, places to start. Uh, and then maybe even TikTok later. Uh, TikTok would be great. Uh, and then I really like uh, uh, this idea of being like almost a service business. You could set up bots for people to, who do podcasts. You could read, I mean, there's 2 million podcasts. You could, you could, you could set up bots uh, for podcasts or for, uh, I don't know. It's such an interesting thing. Like, that you could that you could do with this. I mean, I guess anybody with access to GP two can do it, but um, it would be nice to integrate the GP two GPT two stuff with the Tinder and and Instagram app. Um, but I wonder if that would get more interaction and engagement, particularly on Tinder. Yeah, that could be an option. Although I feel yeah, it's uh, you probably get a good uh, first message, but. You know, uh, I'm not sure if that's enough. It's definitely a good start, yeah. right? So that's I mean, that's uh, that's what people want. But uh, but yeah. So I mean, uh, overall, kind of my my thinking behind this is uh, is that uh, for the specific automation part in general, there are like the, the three levels that we kind of discussed. That's one is fully automatic. One is uh, partially automatic and third is a service. Yeah. And, and the whole point of the service is to document that how it works and to prove that it works and get some data about it. And it might teach you one or two things you need for the app. So I would a try this out officially on, on Tinder automatically, fully automatic. And again, you know, slow and random, but this way, I mean, I've never used Tinder, so I don't know how it works, but I guess you have the API for Tinder, so you could figure out how to use it to make it seem like a human. And then do the on Tinder, but at most 100 comments a day, and, and maybe just more random and, and not repeating comments. But also I think, so for Tinder, there's limits on how many people you can like see every day, right? That's because they want to charge you more for, uh, uh, for the app, right? So I think you can only see, I don't know, 20 people a day. Oh, you can only swipe? Yeah, people? yeah, yes. So you can only do so much for the automation. The automation, I think, the that's probably the part where most of the value would come from the originality of the lines, not from the quantity. Right, I see. Although, how much does it cost to do 50 swipes a day? I'm not sure. I okay. suppose it's going to be between, I don't know, five and 10 bucks a month or something like that, yeah. I suppose. I, why don't you set it up like on the fake account you use? Why don't you mm-hmm. set it up so you can do as many as possible that's reasonable? Yeah. Like 20, if mm-hmm. it's $20 a month. And then mm-hmm. um, it would just be interesting to see if it works because that's something I could get pressed for. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that's fascinating. Uh, and you then and then you could start playing around maybe with the, the AI stuff. That's even more fascinating. I get that you'll be on TV press and, and, yeah. and then yeah. this will spread. Uh hmm. And there's nothing that Tinder can do to stop it because there's if we if you really randomize it and use AI and so so on they're, they're never going to detect the bots. Um, and then um, when I using the using that skip the line GPT two stuff, if I were yep. to ask a question 
How fast before it could respond? So, okay, uh, at the moment, it's not trained to answer questions, right? So it will do completion, right? Mm -hmm. I think there's ways to, to, to train it to do uh, uh, answering of questions, right? Well, I wonder but, if a question, can, maybe a question can be formed as a sentence that needs completion. So um, I could say, James, uh, the best movies ever made are, and then it <laughs> completes. So if I just form yeah, every question yeah. as a completion, and I could explain that at the beginning, like that's how it works. But but uh, uh, I'd like to I'd like to try that out. Do you think is there a way we can? Um, yeah. So I feel the oh, you know I I had it going uh, earlier. I think it got restarted. If you well while we talk in like five minutes or so, it can be running, and I can get it to complete. Stuff. I mean, but I yeah, have to, it wouldn't take long. So, and the way here it's run, it's also, uh, you know, I suppose there could be more performance, uh, like better performance ways to do it. But it would take just a few seconds when it's uh, already trained to just answer. Yeah, and also, like if I even if it's um, a little slow, uh, we could edit out silences and stuff like that. That would be so interesting. So I'd really like to do that, and that would be good for that would get some press for, for what you're doing as well. So I'm out of town next week, but the week after next, maybe let's do a meeting and let's do a podcast with the skip the line thing. If we could find a text okay. speech thing and the text speech doesn't have to sound like me. It could sound, I think it's more interesting if it sounds like an AI, you know, kind of yeah. like, Oh, that's true. That would give a, yeah. I, I can, like, I can try to look into what I can do for this. Yeah, 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 definitely. Do you think you could, play around with the Instagram. So again, it's the at most hundred, uh, you know, hundred or 80 comments a day and let's just see what happens. Oh yeah. Maybe definitely. Slower random timeframes. Just trying to figure out like what humans do. It also is going to look at, are you, it doesn't know if you're scrolling on the feed. Maybe it doesn't know that. Uh, how, how does it find posts? Uh, basically looking at hashtags. I give it a list of hashtags to go through. Yeah, I see. And, so, it, and it looks, uh, basically, it goes through the hashtag page and it it selects the, the pages at random. So it can, the, the posts. can, does the API allow you to just see what's on the feed? So this is not done through an API. Oh, right. You're just, you're totally, oh, so how do you get the post from the hashtag? It uh, You're scraping? Basically, yeah, it's like searching. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder if that uh, is a red flag when it looks for hashtags as opposed to just going on the feed. Oh, but you're getting... I can I can have it go over the feed as well. Oh, uh, but you know what? That's also, part of you what could I do just, as well. You know, you know what you could do too is yeah, just have like follow a thousand accounts and you're going to have notifications constantly. Yeah, so I can. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, another thing that I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. And um, does the app look for notifications? Uh, no. I wonder if the app can specifically look for notification or, oh no, you don't need to look for notifications. The notifications will happen. I mean, is, is the app, the apps communicate, how are the apps? So I'm thinking how, how to do that, because for example, to, in order to have the app work completely, I'm using some sort of uh, uh, kind of, uh, uh, you know, public uh, interact, public kind of a GitHub repository to do part of the interactions. And then I'm, uh, uh, you know, augmenting it through my tricks, let's say. 
Yeah. So I would have to say either what is available in this kind of public repository or how I could uh, augment it, let's say. Yeah. Um, yeah, because maybe it's looking for people who search too many hashtags. Uh, that could be one as well, yeah. Yeah, so I would try to figure out how to how to get around that so it's just you you get access to the notifications and that's more a normal human behavior. Mm. Yeah, that uh, could be that as well. Also, I had, uh, you, you know, when I, the kind of a random idea that I had when thinking about all of this mm -hmm. was, uh, is there any way to, this is completely different, right? But it has to do uh, marginally with food to create NFTs for food related stuff. Um, so like, uh, uh, let me look into that. That's an interesting idea. And what I thought about is two things, because for, for my understanding is that the value of NFT is people that like to be the owner of something. Yeah. Right. That's that. There's, there's nothing like intrinsic, right? So it could be either, like I, I was thinking, what if a high-end restaurant does, uh, wants to make a one-off uh, menu, right? Yeah. You have... The, the the chef makes this uh, menu, they make it one time and you sell it as an NFT. So someone has, okay, they have the experience of the dinner, but also they can say, oh, I'm the owner of this menu. Yeah, I like that. Uh, that's an interesting idea. Because it's kind of the same, right? Some people like uh, with all the NBA stuff, they just like having, I don't know, Michael Jordan dunking. Okay. You know, of course you can watch the video on YouTube and everything, right? So I kind of feel that it's about it's all about ownership. So someone who's really into that could say, oh, you know, there's this very fancy restaurant, the chef is so good, and they've made this uh, uh, menu or this dish, and I'm the only one that has it. And at the same level, another thing, I thought recipes. It, it sounds absurd, but think of uh, like a, if you have a famous chef, okay, who's written like uh, a recipe, and the recipe is in the book, right? But you could have sell the recipe as an NFT. So, and someone would say, oh, I'm the owner. I actually own uh, Gordon Ramsay recipe for beef wellington. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's interesting. I kind of feel that for the right audience, someone will be into it because I kind of seeing myself being into it, right? It's not like I would go and, uh, uh, you know, spend a lot of money for it, but, you know, it's, it's all about the extremes. Like, even now, I, I keep seeing like people on Twitter buying these NFTs that are just pictures of uh, uh, like uh, pixelated uh, pictures of people, like icons, right? And they're spending like you know, uh, I don't know, uh, like fifty k on. Yeah, I know. It's like it's I don't know. I, I'm wondering if the trend is going to continue. Twenty Ethereum's. For, I'm wondering hmm? if the trend is going to continue on NFTs. I'm not totally sure, but it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think, I'm not sure, but, but I do see it as uh, uh, something that could be interesting. That You know, some people just want to own things. For someone who's really into cooking, it could be an option. Yeah. I could even imagine, like, you know, a recipe book that's completely written and published, but you just retake all the recipes, create an NFT for each of them. And if you have kind of the, uh, let's say, approval of the author in, in some way, you can have, uh, you know, uh, sell all of them. And who wouldn't like if you think, because in, in the end, uh, if you think of famous enough chefs, they're basically celebrities. People like celebrities and maybe like owning something by a celebrity. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'm thinking it out in a couple different domains. Like if, um, mm -hmm. if like Magnus Carlsen, the world chess champion, 
were to play yep. a game of chess and he has the score sheet, even if it's in digital format, he, and he puts his analysis on it, that could be an NFT. Like, oh, this was the game that won him yeah. the world championship and his comments on it. Yeah, this would be exactly it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. interesting. So, for example, with this, this app that I've been working on uh, now, I'm actually very close to having something that I could like, put in the store. I like the idea of the fully automated. I think people mm. would definitely see the value and would be willing to pay for it. Mm. So I think that's the only thing is that maybe it's worth just seeing if the fully automated one could be the app that you put in the store. Otherwise, let's, let's try putting the manual one in, the semi-manual one, you know, the semi-automatic. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm thinking because since I basically am very, very close to having something that is basically done, Yeah. right? Uh, could that be sort of the the starting point and see if that's uh, you know if that has any appeal or just to it? Yeah, if that could be like worthwhile, uh, uh, let's say uh, finishing as opposed to just uh, waiting longer while I'm. Oh yeah, let's on just see. It's always worth doing an experiment. Let's put it up in the app mm -hmm. store if you can and uh, see what happens. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and this kind of helps you like send me the description of the app when you when you have it. Uh just so yeah. just to take a look and and see. But that sounds like a good idea, good experiment. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um all right. So let's um let's chat in two weeks or, or before then if there's something interesting. I'd love to hear if you post it in the app, I'll I'll buy it and 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 see the oh, price right. <laughs> myself. But uh let let's uh that sounds good. Okay, yeah, perfect. Okay. Thanks a lot, Paulo. Thanks, Jay. Yeah, thanks a lot.